Welcome to the Nature and Science of Work podcast on Friday, April 29th, 2022. For the Nature and Science of Work, I'm Robert Levine. Thank you for joining us. In this special podcast from the Nature and Science of Work, Living Work in 1916 and Now, Carl Sandburg's Skyscraper. His poem captures the nexus between work and life over 100 years ago and today. The poet Carl Sandburg wrote vividly about work in many settings, including in his 1916 poem, Skyscraper, which connects a building, the work of building it, and the work done in the building through the living biology of builders, building, and workers. The poem illustrates the topic of this month's Nature and Science of Work Explore feature and podcast, The Seasons of Work and the Built Environment. Sandberg captures the living biological aspect of modern work and the connections between the seasons of work and the built environment. Especially notable is what Sandberg captures about work and the similarity of work as he described it in 1916 in the language, practices, and beliefs of his time and work as it exists now. Some similarities, such as three in the poem at the end of stanzas and of the entire poem, about the interconnections of information technology, work, and human beings, are uncanny. The entire poem can be found online, including at many poetry sites, as well as in the Library of America edition, Carl Sandburg, Selected Poems. Following in this podcast are passages selected from Skyscraper, telling us that modern technologically-based work, remote work, and work that Sandberg described all have a direct, living, and very human connection across more than a century. From Skyscraper. By day, the skyscraper looms in the smoke and sun and has a soul. Prairie and valley, streets of the city pour people into it, and they mingle among its 20 floors and are poured out again back to the streets, prairies, and valleys. It is the men and women boys and girls so poured in and out all day that give the building a soul of dreams and thoughts and memories. Dumped in the sea or fixed in a desert, who would care for the building or speak its name or ask a policeman the way to it? Elevators slide on their cables and tubes catch letters and parcels, and iron pipes carry gas and water in and sewage out. 
Wires climb with secrets. Carry light and carry words and tell terrors and prophets and loves. Hour by hour, the caissons reach down to the rock of the earth and hold the building to a turning planet. Hour by hour, the girders play as ribs and reach out and hold together the stone walls and floors. Hour by hour, the hand of the mason and the stuff of the mortar clinch the pieces and parts to the shape an architect voted. Hour by hour, the sun and the rain, the air and the rust, and the press of time running into centuries play on the building inside and out and use it. On the office doors, from tier to tier, hundreds of names. Behind the signs on the doors, they work, and the walls tell nothing from room to room. Ten dollar a week stenographers take letters from corporation officers, lawyers, efficiency engineers, and tons of letters go bundled from the building to all ends of the earth. Hands of clocks turn to noon hours, and each floor empties its men and women who go away and eat and come back to work. Toward the end of the afternoon, all work slackens, and all jobs go slower as the people feel day closing on them. One by one, the floors are emptied. The uniformed elevator men are gone. Pails clang. Scrubbers work, talking in foreign tongues. Broom and water and mop, clean from the floors, human dust and spit, and machine grime of the day. Spelled in electric fire, on the roof are words telling miles of houses and people where to buy a thing for money. The sign speaks till midnight. By night, the skyscraper looms in the smoke and the stars and has a soul and has a soul. For the Nature and Science of Work podcast, I'm Robert Levine. Keep seeing nature in work and work in nature. Thank you for listening.